So welcome back to episode 26 of the Rookies podcast. Uh, if you didn't join us last time, I'm just going to quickly introduce myself again. So my name is Stefan Schultz. I'm currently interning here at Cosmos as the um, social media and marketing executive. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about more, more, more primarily focused on the NBA. So uh, I'm joined here by Sam Adams. He's currently, as if you did watch before, he is currently our digital media executive. I'm also joined by Enrico Francis, our account executive, Charles, Lo Charles Loco, who's also an account executive, and lastly, Ned Jogo, who's our partnerships manager. So just before we kind of jump in here, I, I kind of just wanted to go through each of, each of you kind of... Um, talk a little bit about yourselves in the NBA. So I kind of just want to ask, first of all, who's your favorite kind of team? So if Sam, if you want to start us off and just kind of let us know about your favorite team. Yeah, so um, obviously being from Canada, I'm a Raps fan. Uh, been like a huge Raps fan, like followed every game since like high school. So probably like 2010. Um, but yeah, I've been a, a diehard Raps fan last 10 years for sure. Um, I never played basketball growing up, but uh, I've always been a huge fan of the NBA. Awesome. Yeah, I feel like you kind of got to be if you live around this area. <laughs> so uh, passing it on to Enrico, who's your favorite team and have you ever played before? Uh, yeah, same answer as Sam. Uh, I love the Raptors, honestly. Um, didn't really follow them until they first like really went back to the playoffs in 2013 when they faced um, Brooklyn with KG, Paul Pierce, and all of them. Um, never really played when I was little. Play some pickup games, something, nothing too serious. It was more just a fun thing to do. Awesome. Uh, what about you, Charles? So in my, it's different because I don't have a really, I don't support and I'm a big fan of, of one team. I have sp sp players that I, that I love. Like Dame Lillard is one, LeBron is another one. Uh, so I kind of just follow what they're doing and, and support them and the team they're playing in. Uh, so obviously now the Lakers and, and Portland. I never played like at, at, at a competition level. I always trying to play with my friends, do some trick shot on the court, but nothing really serious, right? But I love the game. Like, when I was in Europe, I was waking up at 2, 3 a.m. to watch games. So I love the game and uh, glad to see that like, this year is going to be more competitive than the, the previous one. So what you're saying is you're a LeBron fan and not a Lakers fan. <laughs> yeah, because I, I also like when he was playing at Cleveland, I was for Cleveland. So I'm not, I don't have a real team, right? <laughs> I know what you mean. I know a lot of people who do that. <laughs> What about you, Ned? Yeah, I'm a ride or die Raptors fan um, since I was super young. Um, similar to, to kind of what Sam was saying there, just have been following them all along and um, probably my favorite team in all of sports. Um, their, their championship win in, in 2019 and then living downtown when that was happening was one of the craziest times of, of my life. So, um, so yeah, Raptors all the way. And then, um, yeah, I played a bit when I was younger. Um, I'm uh pretty tall in person you can't tell off the call but six foot six so um love to play the sport never got into it like like super intense competitively or anything but i'm always playing um even now still i'll be on the pickup courts and everything so um so yeah basketball's a pretty big part awesome so just jumping right into it um i'm, I'm kind of grateful for charles for bringing up the lakers i uh, just wanted to quickly touch upon them so kind of what's going on with them right now and do we think that Russell Westbrook was the right move Sam do you want to start us off actually I'll just go in order here yeah I'll start um well first of all I think they need to get healthy obviously LeBron um I think they'll be better than what they've shown to start the season once uh LeBron's back and AD is hopefully uh fully healthy um I know he sat out a few games this year um but as far as like Russell Westbrook, uh, I just, I don't, I don't see the fit with LeBron and AD. I just, I think maybe he, he, uh, he works himself into like figuring out that fit, but right now it just, it, the move doesn't make sense to me. Um, they gave away three rotational players for one guy who I don't, 
I don't think raises their ceiling at all. I think uh, might even lower it compared to those three other players. But uh, I'm interested to see what um, how he fits into the team in the future because now it's it, it's hard to see um, his role in the team. Yeah, I mean, um, definitely the first thing you touched on, like just injury wise, um, I think a healthy, a fully healthy um, team. Will, will be a lot different. Um, I think a lot of these guys, I mean, obviously age is a factor. So I think the one problem with the Lakers is you can expect there to be more injuries than not, um, but fully healthy, like with, um, you know, Horton Tucker playing and even like the, some of the role players like Kendrick Nunn, um, I think I think will add a lot. Um, Carmelo Anthony seems rejuvenated, seems like he just loves playing um, for LA. Um, we'll see if that lasts, but um, he's, he's playing really well. Um, and then, and then, you know, on Westbrook, I, I think with the Lakers, like they don't need to be good really the first half of the season. I mean, even right now, like they're not playing that well, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they're in a playoff spot. So um, like, yeah, I think they have the whole season to figure it out. Um, and long as they make the playoff, I think by playoff time, I, I think they can be a legitimate contender. I think Westbrook generally the last couple seasons, he turns it on in the second half. He, he kind of figures out, the team and, 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 you know, and, and plays unreal compared to the first half of the season. So, uh, you know, and obviously this is different playing with two big superstars like, like AD and LeBron, but um, I, I have full confidence they'll figure it out. And I think LeBron has the power to kind of, to bring that together. So, so yeah, I think, I think they'll be fine come playoff time, but definitely a, a fun team to watch, um, you know, these days for, for good or for bad. Yeah, I completely agree with what just everything that just Ned just say. Uh, for me, I think Russ is the good ad for them. Uh, just because last year when one of them wasn't there, they didn't have the talent of the guy who who will be able to push the team and win some games. And they will do, even if he's like end game very tight, all the the game or tight at the end. Uh, Russ is there to keep bringing the energy. This guy is bringing the energy at each game, and he's a smart enough player to find the adjustment when they will need to, you know, when they will be a contender on, on big wins. And I think that defensively they got stronger this year and they need that, like small player that can move well on the perimeters against a big team like the, the Golden State who, who shot a lot of threes. Monk is a good ad. Uh, Nan is a good ad. Um, even Bismore is doing his job defensively. So I think that they this year they, they have more weapon, even if they get injured now, they can still win game because they have assets. Last year, they were kind of short every time that something was happening to, to a player. Uh, for, for me, this year, they will be a serious contender to a championship. And they will be like LeBron didn't play this week, right? They, they, will, they will be able to rotate and, and get some rest and, and keep performing. So I'm also very confident on the level of, of the Lakers this year. Yeah, definitely agree with Charles. They definitely do have better role players with Kendrick Nunn, Melo, Bazemore, but I really am not a fan of Westbrook and how the Lakers got him. Um, I think they were supposed to go after Buddy Yield, right, instead of Westbrook, but um, I don't know. I just feel like he's just way too ball dominant, and the Lakers need to stay healthy as well. AD, I think I saw this online. Someone said AD's literally made out of glass because I think a couple games he, like, left a game with a stomach ache or something. I mean, I don't know. I just don't really expect that from him. Out of all people, he's, like, He's pretty much in his prime right now. He really needs to make a big step with the Lakers because the time time is ticking now for the Lakers. They probably maybe have a couple more years before LeBron leaves and they end up going in rebuilding mode. Uh, maybe in a perfect world, maybe if we see what Westbrook get traded for Kyrie and then they end up, uh, or Brooklyn ends up winning, but seeing what Kyrie believes in right now, that might not happen. But yeah, again, just not really, really a big fan with Westbrook and how the Lakers went with that move. Yeah, I feel like like we kind of touched upon it, how there's quite a bit of injuries. And we were actually talking about this last week on the NFL podcast, too, how there's just so many teams out with injuries right now. And it's just it's clearly, clearly affecting teams. Um, speaking of injuries, uh, we're just going to move on to the next topic. So Yoki Chin Morris, that was pretty crazy cheap shot, <laughs> if I got to say so myself. What do you guys think about that? 
I think I think Morris had a cheap shot too. I think Jokic is just such a big guy. It didn't look as bad, but like what Morris did, uh, Charles Barkley was talking about it. Like it wasn't really a basketball play. Like you can you can just tap the guy for a foul. Um, and also, if you're gonna hit someone like that, like face them. Don't don't turn your back um, because a lot of players or a lot of people in general are gonna fight back. So um, I didn't like the play by Morris. Um, if we're talking about being adults and being the bigger person, sure, maybe Jokic shouldn't have done that. But if you're talking about the NBA and 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 just how petty people are in the league and, and a guy like Jokic who just won MVP and doesn't want to get bullied like that, um, I, I honestly didn't have that big of a problem with it. I get it. Um, but yeah, if I'm if I'm Morris, I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing that, doing that again. And he's, he's he has a history of doing that kind of stuff anyways. Yeah, like if I, I agree with you, Ned, like if Jokic was not like 260 pounds or whatever he is, like he's probably like on the ground um, after that shot. He got elbowed in the ribs, like, and like it didn't look as bad because it like might have not like been as aggressive and like Jokic like took it and was it from behind. But like, uh, like more, like, like you said, like Morris has a history of doing this, like hard fouls. Like that's not a, that's not an NBA foul. I think they're both, um, flagrant fouls um i agree that they both should have been like kicked out just because like i think they're equally as as dirty um i don't condone like what Jokic did but i think it's it's just as dirty as what uh morris did i don't understand how people can see it a different way i seriously approve the move of Jokic. is not you cannot if you play like that, like just be ready to people play like that with you, right? It's just um, you cannot try to hit people and not want people to hate you. It's it's in every sport the same way. You cannot turn your back on someone. Okay, I'm punching you. I'm doing something to you. Oh, you hit me on the back. Yeah, it's not doesn't make any sense for me. And you keep play the right way. And I think the league also is just to. Everything is, uh, I know that it changed the rules, right? The false rules, but it's still very soft in my sense. So um, that that play take 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 more, uh, they, they make too much of that play. I think they did the good, the good call of, of, of um, ejecting both players, but it should, it should stop there after that, right? We don't need to make, as much noise as that. Like Rudy Gobert got the same thing yesterday with, uh, forgot the name of, uh, I think it was the- Miles Turner? Turner. Yeah. Yeah, Miles Turner. Turner. yeah, exactly. And those brothers, the, <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the Markif Morris, the Morris brother are known for that. So I don't know why they're complaining on social media and stuff like that. They just make noise for, for nothing, right? It's, it's just a play. We can, move on and it happened again it's the it's a contact sport and big guys like that have contact again for sure yeah you guys you guys definitely summed it up both dirty plays on both ends but i've kind of noticed that like Jokic, i think he did the same thing to cameron Payne in the playoffs wait for cameron to like turn around just show him in the back i mean the way that like the impact that Jokic is doing to these guys like could potentially just like injure them really bad probably end their careers almost like a rudy tom tomarovich when he um when he punched the dude like back in the back in the day like I don't know if like was it a one game suspension for Jokic? Yeah, one game of fifty k. Nah, I feel like I really feel like that's not enough because that's like a near near career ending play that he did. I feel like it should be like a couple more games, a couple more mil, if anything, to me. Yeah. Yeah, I actually wanted to bring that up if you guys thought the the uh, fine. So I think. Uh... He, he was suspended one game and then Morris had a $50,000 fine and Butler got fined 30000 as well. Butler got fined for what? Like in the, on the... For the Butler was like telling Miami. him to come to the back and he wanted okay. to like start... Or escalating it. After. Yeah. yeah. You guys I agree? Know. I, or, think... I, I know Enrico kind of gave his thoughts already how he thinks it should be more, but what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, Jokic, like just from a like what Enrico said in terms of like the, the potential danger in, in, in the hit, like 
probably should have gotten maybe a few more games. Um, but again, back to kind of what we were saying, like, don't don't hit the big guy. Like, if you don't want to get hit back, you know what I mean? Like, Shaq, Shaq's had so many close moments where he's clocked somebody because they because they they bothered him. So, uh, just from that standpoint, like, I don't know. Like, he had it coming. Um, but yeah, I, I probably would have gave him like two or three games with with probably a bit of a bigger fine too. Also, also like the context of like the game matters because like that game was over like it was like near the end of the fourth like the the heat had no chance um and like i morris like knew what he was doing when he turned away like he knew he did a dirty play and then he just turned his back to him he was hoping for a retaliation i think um but yeah i agree i think i think the one game suspension was enough like uh i wouldn't have done more um and i think like that fine came because they were uh, like for Jimmy Butler because they're trying to go to the locker room after or whatever. I think that might have been played a part in it. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, I I think it's not as big a deal as it's blown out to as it's like the media has made it. But I think we just move on. Exactly, and and what about if Jokic was uh, hurt? If like no one is talking about that, but if Jokic was hurt on the first hit, right? So for me. If, Morris is getting hit and he's getting injured after getting hit, but he hit someone before that. Doesn't yeah, matter for me. Yeah. A lot of people are replaying like the Jokic hit, but like the Morris one was like yeah. pretty bad, man. Like he elbowed him in the rib. Like it, it, it was, it was, it was pretty dangerous. As well. So maybe like the fine should be because 50k for them is 50, 50 dollars for us, but they, maybe they should increase that amount. But one game is fine. For me, one game is fine. We can move on. Yeah, so kind of while we're on the topic of fouls, um, just moving on here, um, what do you guys think of the NBA players and how they're kind of adjust adjusting to these new fouling rules? Yeah, I mean, you can, um, you can clearly tell who it's, like, affecting more and who it's affecting less. Like a guy like Jimmy Butler is thriving because he just plays physical anyway, right? Like he's not really looking for the foul necessarily. He's just trying to get to the bucket um, versus like um, some other players like Lillard or Harden that a lot of times they're looking for the foul just based on how they play. That being said, the, um, the, the officials have been like mad and consistent um, and they should be calling a lot more fouls. Like I'm watching the Nets and like, Harden's getting hacked like crazy and they're not calling anything. And then the next game, the guy gets like 17 free throws. So um, I think consistency is key. It is a new rule. So I, I think like I, I would be confident by the end of the season that, that it, it gets a lot better. I think we're always going to have problems with officiating um, no matter what, but I do like the rule. Like I, I hated like, players jumping into the foul like and 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 those kind of plays so I like that that's gone and and you know it does ask for a bit more of a maybe a physical game too but um you know consistency is key and and you know I think it'll all kind of work out and you're seeing like all the players like I think now like over 10 games in like their their averages are starting to become more what they were now that they're getting more used to it so um you know I think it's gonna I think that storyline is gonna mellow out hopefully by the end of the season yeah, I yeah I agree. I think there's like an adjustment period for the refs too that we have to give. Um, but I hope I hope they stick with it because I I was sick and tired of seeing like the foul hunters like like Trey Young like backing like stopping in the middle of the key like to get a foul or like um, like three point shooters trying to get like a foul like trying to get a four point play off like a, like a weird launch angle they're like they're shooting from, um, but it's clearly affecting like Harden, like he's averaging like 18 points right now. Um, I think that's his lowest since he was on the Thunder. Um, so I, I think he'll, he'll, he'll come around. I think in recent games um, we've seen, he's, he's gotten a lot better. Um, but yeah, I, I hope they stick with it, the refs, um, but they are being way too inconsistent with some of the, like some of the missed calls I'm seeing like every night is, is like, it's kind of ridiculous. And it's not even like the, the, the calls that they're trying to get rid of. It's just like clear fouls. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Like he's just uh, flopping and, and all of those uh, 
weird way of playing the games that just annoy me in every sport. Like clubbing has become it become something that is like, like all the sport became more stuff and stuff because we want to protect players because we want we want like, them to be healthy because it's money and but it's also reducing the appeal of the game and how the, the game is played and the attractiveness of the game, right? So yeah, those for me is the good way. Like like Ned and uh, and and Sam mentioned, it's just that the referee are just too inconsistent on the way they apply the rules. Uh, but I think at some point it's just going to help the league make make making more entertaining and and more difficult too, right? Like people averaging averaging like thirty five or twenty nine is just sometimes a little bit too much. Like spending seeing a guy. 10 time on the, on the free throw lines is a little bit too much sometimes. So it's, I, I think it's good. It's going to help the game. Yeah, definitely. I think that that's kind of in all sports too. Like, you know, you guys know me, like I'm a big soccer guy and like, it's either hit or miss with the refs. You never, you never really know. You could get a player diving and, and the ref will call it, or you can, you can get a player who's actually fouled and the ref won't call it. Like yeah. it's just, it's hit or miss. All right, so just moving on here, um, I kind of want to touch upon the the surprise teams, kind of the surprising teams in the standings right now. So we've got in the Western Conference, the Warriors are in first. Uh, they're crushing it with 10 wins, one loss. And then we've got the Wizards in first and the Bulls in second. Uh, what do you guys kind of think of this? Uh, definitely the Wizards. Clearly the trade with Westbrook benefited them more because their team is – like they just have – the perfect role player team, if that makes sense. Like they have the superstar and then they have the guys like Dinwiddie, they have Kuzma now, KCP, Daniel Gafford's honestly taking a step from his role. Um, Golden State, I don't really see them as like a surprise team. They've always been good in my opinion. They just got riddled with injuries. And then last season they were kind of just like, yeah, I guess let's just take a step back. Let's get a pick and let's let's go from there. And clearly it's worked out for them. They got a steal in Moses Moody and Kuminga. Um, and again, like um, even their signings, like Otto Porter by Dialitza, like they've really stepped it up. They got back Iggy. I really see them like going far and even making the finals. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Enrico there, man. Like it's not surprising. Um, Golden State, they they built Curry and, and Clay and, and Dre. Um, so it's not surprising that through the system, guys like Poole and Damian Lee are stepping up. Um, and playing great um, so so yeah I think it's great and, and the fact that Wiseman and Clay aren't even on the team um, I think they're going to be super dangerous come playoff time I, I'm confident Clay is going to be fire um, from from an offensive standpoint um, his defense might he might have to adjust a bit just given the injuries that that he got um, but yeah this team is great whether they take the same team going into the playoffs or whether they go for a trade they've got a lot of assets now and, and maybe they want to add someone else uh, maybe a big um to to kind of join the team but yeah I'm, I'm not surprised at all the fact that they've what they've only lost one game I think right so maybe that's pretty crazy but I expected them totally to be this kid going in yeah I guess I guess I'm a little surprised I knew they were going to be a playoff team um I wasn't expecting them to be first place especially without clay yet um so like they, they're going to be looking even more dangerous probably when he comes back. Um, but like you guys said, like, I think they have the perfect mix of like young guys who are like finally like ready to step up. Like they played on those rebuilding teams, like the last two years. Um, so they're, they're used to a bigger role. And then they brought in like some awesome uh, uh, veteran, like role players this off season, like uh, Enrico mentioned. Um, and I think they have the, that perfect mix of, of young guys who are, who are ready to, uh, uh, to, to take a role on a winning team and then bring in uh, the off-season veterans as well. Yeah, I won't touch on the Golden State because you guys say it all. I think they're going to play great anyway. They have they have a style of, of game. They play a, a certain way and they, even, even without great players, they can still beat a lot of teams. So I think they're going to do very well. I'm surprised about the uh, the, the result, but I think that is not going to last. Mm, 
I'm not sure they will be able to sustain that level for a very long time just because they don't have a deep bench and their, their bench is not deep at all at all. Uh, but the Bulls, though, I'm seeing the Bulls doing great things and, and they have a good bench, they have good players, they, they share the ball and they have the talents that they, 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 they need to play at high level. I'm even seeing them reaching the finals this year. Um, that's my bold prediction of the season. Uh, but uh, they play well, they share the ball all the time and I think they can do great, great things this year. All right, so a lot of you guys mentioned how we were pretty big Raptors fans. Um, Raptors currently sitting at eighth. Uh, what are your guys' kind of expectations for them this season? Um, I think I think they're in like uh, in between year. Like they're not rebuilding. They're not they're not going to be contenders this year. I don't I don't expect a lot of moves um, at the trade deadline. Um, besides maybe like obviously Drogic leaving if they can get anything. Um, but I, I expect like the team that we're seeing now to be the team for the rest of the season. I think they just want to get some experience for the young guys, uh, make the playoffs, maybe steal around the first round. But besides that, I don't see like uh, much upside after that. Um, and I don't think there needs to be. I think the focus should be on um, developing Scotty, developing Delano Banton, some of the young guys get OG maybe become the first option, maybe the second option, kind of see who um, can fit in, see if any of the guys really are a first option. Maybe Scotty becomes that first option. But like right now, I think they have a lot of guys who are um, probably second options on good teams um, with OG, Siakam, Fred. Um, so I think it's just a, a, a wait and see year, like see how they do. Um, I don't think there's gonna be any dramatic changes um, this year, but maybe in the off season, we could uh, see them make a move and try to become contenders. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Sam there. Um, would love the Raps to host a wild card game. I think that would be really, really hype for the city, um, and hopefully win that game and and you know get into the playoffs. But yeah, I don't see them really getting past the first round. Um, but yeah, they're super fun to watch. Um, I, I went to the game they played. Uh, against the Bulls a couple of weeks ago. Um, they, they like came back from 19 down and I think they lost by, by one, but um, great game. Um, and they, every game they play hard. The young guys are great. Barnes looks amazing. I know there was a lot of hate on, on that draft move, but he looks like he's been in the league for, for a couple of years already. Um, the only thing I, I would look out for this season is, is maybe moving Siakam. Um, I think just his fit on the team might be a little bit, weird now with some of the additions and, and some of the players that have kind of grown into the roles that they're in now, like OG and, and Barnes. So, um, you know, maybe look at that for, for some even more assets kind of going into, into, in, into the next few years. But um, yeah, I love how the team's looking, love that they're, you know, I didn't think they would be a lottery team again. So, you know, happy to see that that's true and, and, you know, excited to see them maybe win a couple playoff games, I think is, is kind of the ceiling for this year, but that's great for a team that we had what one bad year and we're already back in it. So, um, so yeah, big, big fan of what's going on right now. Yeah, I think like, I really don't know what the Raptors want to do. I feel like they want to win, but I feel like as fans, we know they're not really there yet. As like you guys said, they really should develop their guys like Scotty. Um, honestly, even in the beginning, I, I didn't even like the Scotty pick. I hated it. I was on the Jalen Suggs bandwagon, but I don't think I've seen a player in how many years really like embrace the city and like really enjoy like where they've been drafted. Like Scotty's really like shown appreciation to us, and I like it's rare for like I guess a player like Scotty to like really embrace the city and love where he's playing right now. Yeah, and that's a that's a big part of it. Like Toronto's just a market that especially with like so many American players, like they just don't want to be in Toronto. So um, it's hard for, I mean, like, you know, Kawhi left after a year, it's hard to, to get like a guy who's a superstar. So, but, but that, that wants to be there. So hopefully Barnes is, is that guy and, and then pays off. Yeah. Like just to touch on Barnes, like, I, like, I think a lot of people, um, even the like draft experts, like no one was expecting him to be like this developed offensively. Like he, he, I think he averaged like what, like 12 points in college. Now he's averaging like close to 18. Um, 
and like obviously his his um, jump shot has improved. His mid range game is looking great. I just I'd like to see him like shoot more. I think that should be the focus of the season. Like try to see like like what can he do. Like give him more offensively to do. Because right now he's getting at least like like sixteen a night, and he's not even like looking for a shot really. Like he's just taking it like when when it, when it comes to him. But I, I think Nurse needs to try to get him more involved offensively, call more plays for him. Um, and that's where, like Ned mentioned, like the fit with Siaka might be a problem. Like um, we could see, I think this year is a, a really good year to like see how Barnes fits with Siaka and OG. I think he's shown that he could fit with OG and Fred, obviously, but Siakam's still a question mark. And I think it's a really good year to, to evaluate, like for Masai to evaluate the team he has. Awesome. So um, just moving on here, we kind of want to wrap things up with uh, with the topics. So what we did last week was we kind of did our predictions for the NFL. So what I want to do with you guys is kind of do the same thing with the NBA NBA awards. Um, I'm going to group two of them together. So I just kind of I'm going to go through each each of you. Uh, I'll start with Sam. um, And then I'm just going to move through two at a time and then I just want to hear your guys' predictions. So um, just starting with Sam, uh, we're going to be getting your MVP right now of the season and most improved player. Who do you think? All right. So for MVP, um, I'm going to say Jokic. Um, I was between him and Curry. Um, Obviously, I think MVP usually goes to a team who's like top in the conference. Um, So Curry is a good pick, but I think I think Jokic is going to have another the sort of the same season he's had last year, and especially with with Murray out and uh, um, his his offensive role um, like being so large. I think he'll 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 put up the numbers um, for it, and I I still expect like the Nuggets to be in the the middle of the playoff pack in the West. Um, so I'm going to go with Jokic, and then for most improved player, I'm going to go with Miles Bridges. Um, he's having an awesome start to the year. Um, he's getting more offensive re- responsibility beside Lamelo. He's really the second option there in Charlotte. Um, so I, I think he'll continue to put up the numbers he's doing right now. Um, yeah. What do you think, Enrico? I definitely agree with uh, Sam with Jokic, but um, he also did have Curry on that as well, which I think that's my prediction for Curry for MVP. Um, Again, Warriors are 10 and 1. I think Curry's really making that comeback of like he really wants to win and bring this team back to the playoffs. And again, like he dropped like about 50, 50 points, 10 assists a couple games. Like I feel like he could really, really drop a hundred points in a game one day if you if you really wanted to. But yeah, I'm really I'm really liking Curry as MVP. Um most improved, yeah, Miles as well. He's been amazing at the start. I didn't even expect him to really do good because he's always just been like there, just a guy who really just dunks gets the team hyped. Um, I also have Tyler Hero on there. I feel like he's really proved everyone wrong from last season. He kind of had like a downhill season and the summer he really worked out and he's even thriving in that six man role as well. He's averaging like what, like maybe 20 a game, five, six assists. I feel like a sleeper fair most improved could probably be OG as well. He's also taken a big step. He's really improved his handles, his shooting. Um, I think it also depends on where the Raptors go as a team, as far as like maybe if they even make the playoffs, but I think for me, most improved right now is Tyler Hero. Well, you, Charles? So I have, I have KD for me. Like, it's just that people are used to this guy talent and his ability to score is not impressing anyone anymore. But for me, Kyrie is not there. Alden is playing, but he's not playing at his level. He's carrying the team like he does like, like at the end of last year. Uh, so for me, it, the Nets are still going to be relevant just because KD, KD is there, right? And and I'm seeing I'm seeing him keeping those numbers uh, higher and higher, and you know he's kind of uh, struggling right now, but he's still averaging I think something around 20, 24, 25. All right, so uh, I'm seeing KD as an MVP and MIP. I will join some like Miles Bridges is just he bet on himself not signing his, this contract this summer. And I think he did the right move. He's good. Um, I think he can still improve himself on on the, the the shot that he's taking. But the guy is 
good in defense, uh, making the right calls most of the time. Um, so yeah, his shot is ending on the on the on the playoff. He'll definitely have the MIP at the left side. Um, yeah, I'll go. Um, I'll go with Jimmy Butler for for MVP. Um, the other night in LA, he sprained his ankle in the first quarter, um, so his points per game went down quite a bit. Given there hasn't been a lot of games, but um, before that, it was like he's averaging like twenty five um, points and like five assists, um, and he's great on the defensive end. Um, Sam mentioned good records being a part of it. I think the Heat um, are so well rounded and so deep. Um, and to me, our favorite to finish first in, in the East, first or second for sure. Um, and Jimmy Butler is just a big part of that. I think he's playing maybe the best of his career right now. He makes every team that he's on better. Um, and he, he seems to have hit another level. Um, I'm a big Heat fan um, as well. And, and I think, uh, you know, I think last year was tough on them just because they had no offseason. Um, but I think this year, um, they're they're going to lock in, and I think Jimmy Butler has been playing at just a ridiculous level, and he's going to be a big part of leading that team um, pretty deep into the playoffs. Um, and then for MIP, I think Charles Owen with Sam. So I'll go with Enrico with, with Tyler Hero, uh, another Heat player. Um, back to what I was saying, the Heat didn't have an offseason after the whole um, bubble playoffs. I think it hurt them pretty hard. They had a lot of injuries and, and whatnot, and, and their young guys like Tyler didn't have an offseason to develop. I think people gave him a ton of hate last year, which he didn't deserve, and he finally got himself an offseason, and now he's playing ridiculously well. So, um, so yeah, that's that's uh, those are my picks right there. Awesome. Some big names there. Um, so for this next one, I'm just going to group these two together again. Uh, so we've got Rookie of the Year and the Defensive Player of the Year. So we'll start with Sam again. Yep, so I gotta, I gotta show my Raptors fandom here. I'm picking Scotty for Rookie of the Year, obviously. Um, I think if we did it, if we were picking Rookie of the Year right now, it'd be between him and Mobley um, as the two best rookies so far. Um, I think Scotty has looked the best overall though, um, especially because he's like, I think he's going to continue to get better his scoring. I think he's going to get more opportunities um, to show off his jump shot, um, show off his mid-range game. I, I think as he gets more comfortable, um, his assist numbers will also go up, which had been like pretty low to start the season compared to in college. Um, so once he gets he gets more opportunity from Bears, I think um, all his stats are going to go up. Um, and then for defensive player of the year, I'm going to go with Anthony Davis. Um, Usually this goes to a team with um, like the best overall team defense a lot of the times. Um, and I think the Lakers have a, obviously they've shown the last few years, they have one of the best defenses in the league. I think Anthony Davis is a, a big part of that. Um, he's averaging 2.3 blocks right now. Um, so as long as he keeps that number over uh, two blocks and the, the Lakers uh, continue to do well defensively, I think it'll go to him. What do you think, Enrico? Yeah, kind of on the same boat as Sam for Rookie of the Year. Um, Scotty, I feel like he'll he'll take it or Mobley. Um, I think Cade's gonna be like a far third place. I feel like a lot of people are really um thinking he's not gonna be good. He's gonna be a bust. But like, it's been two games that he did bad. But like, he came back from injury. Last three games, he's averaged like what 17, 18, 20. Yeah, the shooting's not there, but he's definitely starting to get used to the NBA range and. He's definitely he's definitely going to be a franchise player for the Pistons. Uh, DPOI uh, probably Rudy in my opinion. I feel like Utah as a whole is just a great defensive team. You have Conley, you have Donovan, bench players like Royce O'Neal. They're all like they're all good at defense. I feel like Rudy, he's really passionate about defense. He averages like what maybe two blocks a game. Like first three games, he's averaged like twenty and twenty something like that. But yeah, Rudy Rudy's definitely my DPOI. Who have you got, Charles? Mm, rookie of the year, I have Jalen Green. For me, he's just the uh, he's just the most impressive between between all of the rookies. Um, I forgot the name of the kid at Detroit, uh, the Pistons. Kate. Yeah, he's good too, but I think he's coming back from injuries and he's not playing at the level that he could he could have played. But I mean, the season is long again so i'll see how john is playing but for me he's he's the most impressive one and 
if he keep that level of 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 athleticism and and, and scoring, he's he he might be the 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 rookie of the year, the deep, defensive player of the year. I'll say Rudy or Giannis, but I'm kind of just hesitating because Giannis is not. I think he's just not playing at his level right now. He's kind of rest, resting a little bit, and and he'll go a little bit harder uh, when the team will need him. But uh, Rudy, he, he he spent his time like his role is just blocking and being good at defense. So I think he's gonna have that title again this year uh, because he's only focused on that. Uh, yeah, that, those are my picks. Um, yeah, rookie of the year. Uh... As much as I would love Scotty to win it, I'll go with Cade um, just to switch it up a little bit. Um, everybody said it's super early in the season. Um, Cade just kind of started. I think being on the Pistons, who don't have much of a ceiling at all this year, um, Cade's going to have the ball a lot and have a lot of time to kind of figure his game out and and do his thing versus like, um, you know, as much as we say, like, it's, it's a year for the Raptors to figure things out, they're still going to want a playoff spot. So, um, you know, it's going to, people are going to be sacrificing a lot. Hopefully Scotty's a huge part of that. And I think he will be, but I think Cade's just going to have way more opportunity to lead his team um, night in, night out, um, especially once we hit kind of mid-season form. Um, and then, yeah, defense player of the year, I'm going with Rudy as well. Like Charles kind of said it, like that's what he does. Um, he's locked, he's just so big and he's that lockdown guy for Utah. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, not, not a lot of, a lot of people have trouble getting past him. So, um, yeah, I'll go with those two. Okay. So last one, just before we get into our finals predictions. Um, so these last two is going to, they're going to be best move of the off season. And what team is the sleeper team? Yeah, for my best offseason move, um, I might say it's cheating, but I said like just the Bulls picking up DeRozan, Ball, and uh, Caruso. Um, I think DeRozan was a really underrated pickup. Um, and I'm not sure like why more teams didn't go after him, especially with like what he costs. Um, compared to like what he's playing, like they got a steal in that. Um, he's like he's averaging the most points on their team uh, so far and then I think Ball and Caruso um, Ball I'm, I'm glad to see out of New Orleans because he's actually like getting opportunity to like uh, play in a system that suits him um, and obviously defensively both him and Caruso are awesome and I think uh, we've seen that so far like the Bulls are, are number have the number six uh, defensive rating in the league right now um, and we wouldn't say that like the last few years like they've been terrible defensively um so i think those guys are really making a, a a difference um and then for sleeper team um we i guess we could include this maybe in surprise teams but i have the, the Cavs making the playoffs um maybe in, as a play-in um i don't think they'll really do much in the playoffs but i think they could give like a, a, a high a higher seed like some headaches especially with the way they play with uh like Markin and uh, Mobley and and Jared Allen on the floor together. Jared Allen has been amazing so far. He could be in the running for most improved as well. But um, yeah, I, I don't I don't expect them to win any playoff series or anything. But I think they'll give uh, teams headaches um, with their big lineup. Yeah, again, I'm on I'm on the same boat as Sam for best moves. Just like Chicago as a whole, like. I kind of don't understand why New Orleans kind of let go of Lonzo Ball. I feel like Lonzo was like the perfect point guard for Zion, but I think they, they have Devontae Graham now, I think, which hasn't been that bad for them. But again, they don't have Zion, so like, they're really in a downhill right now. Um, a guy like DeRozan, like, he, in my opinion, I think he's like a very, very young Kobe when it comes to like the footwork, the mid-range. He's really improved in his passing too. He's averaged like, what, six assists in San Antonio? And then as for uh, Caruso, I think that's a steal of a pick. He's averaging, or he he's um he's leading the league in steals now, right? I think it's like two point six. He had two steals yesterday. I feel like yeah, Caruso, in my opinion, very underrated player. Great guy off the bench. And then um, sleeper team for me would have to be the Wizards again. Um, again, the Westbrook trade really paid off for them, but they'll probably end up moving down in the seed, but. Again, they really do have something going on there. 
uh, yeah, sleeper team and 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 boss moves of the season for me is the same is the is the same team is Chicago. Every uh, and Rico talked about it, but I really think that they have all the tools now that they need uh, to be successful and reach the, the the final at the East. For me, it's just about now the lack of experience that they have, but they add like everything that you need on the on the the modern basketball and shooting and, and running. And they have all the tools. Like Lavin has been playing exceptionally last year. He's doing the same thing again. Um, they had Vucevic uh, at the end of last year, but now this year you can see how he will be. He will have more ball from 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 uh, Ball and and uh, Caruso. I think they all around they have everything they need. So for me, is is the, the the sleeper team and the best uh, the best pool for the season definitely. Yeah, my uh, best off-season move, I'll, I'll go to the Heat again, um, getting Kyle Lowry. Um, I think, I mean, Kyle Lowry's shown he can be a, a championship point guard. I think he just fits Heat culture so well. Um, he adds a ton to that team, just being the floor general that he is. Um, and if you've watched any of the games, like, he doesn't even need to score to have a big impact on the game. Um, but there are nights where he does score and he does so efficiently. So, um, love his fit with the team, love what he adds. Um, and I think, uh, you know, the Heat are my kind of pick. I think just if you're talking depth and injuries and, and all of that, like I think they've got a good chance to go really far. Um, and then for a sleeper team, yeah, I'm going to go with like the Cavs as well. Um, they're just playing so, so well. Um, I think Cleveland, other than when LeBron was there, overall isn't an exciting market, but these guys are like really exciting to watch. Um, it's a young team that fights hard, similar to the Raptors. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I think they can make a playoff spot for sure, um, depending how things shake up for some of these other teams. But um, definitely, I think they'll be in the wild card spot, um, no doubt. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if they made like seventh or eighth seed in the playoffs. So I'll, I'll go with them. Awesome. So last thing, just to wrap things up, um, just for some finals predictions. So I, I kind of want to get your guys' ideas on who do you think is going to play in the finals and who do you think is going to win it? All right. So from the East, I have Brooklyn coming out. Um, I think they'll beat Milwaukee um, in order to get over the hump. I'm not sure if that's going to be with Kyrie or what. Um, I think eventually he'll be able to play by the end of the season. Um, I think he'll come back and provide a lot of the juice they need. Um, and I, I'm just expecting KD to go off this playoffs. Um, and I think Milwaukee has gotten worse. Um, obviously, I don't think they're as bad as they've shown to start the season, but I, I think they took a step down um, and didn't replace um, their role players. But we'll see if they make any trades. Um, but I have Brooklyn, and then I have them playing Golden State. Um, I think once Clay comes back, Golden State will continue to be um, at the top of the West. Um, and I, I, I'd like to pick the Lakers, but I, I just I don't think they're as good as they were <laughs> two years ago. Um, and I, I, I think Golden State can really give them headaches. I think Curry over Westbrook um, is an easy matchup for Curry. Um, he's shown that like time and time again. Um, but ultimately, I have the Nets beating Golden State in the finals. Yeah, again, um, I think the Nets do make the finals. Um, I'm going to do a little bold, very, very bold uh, prediction for the East, I think. Maybe Chicago comes out and they make the finals. Um, I don't know about Milwaukee. Again, I feel like they're, they're, they're coming off the championship. They're kind of just like taking a seat back. They don't really seem like they want to defend that championship. And I feel like Chicago really has like the chemistry to like go out and fight because they have a bunch of dogs on that team. I really think they could do something special. If they don't make the finals, I, again, I think they'll make it really far into the playoffs. Um, as for the West, I, I think I'm firm on Golden State. Again, looks time to say when Clay comes back, they're going to be so deadly. And then the Lakers are just, they're just not it this year. Again, they just have such a little time frame left. I feel like maybe one, two years left. I think this is like, it's, it's over for them in terms of them making the finals. And I personally have Golden State beating the Nets in six games. 
Yeah, so uh, I, I'm joining Enrico on the, on, on, is either Nets against Milwaukee or the Nets against Chicago for me. And, and Chicago is, I don't know, it's just, it, I, I'm going to wait to see how, like, Janice uh, is really, placed, when he starts really playing, but uh, Chicago has definitely the team to be able to reach the final. It's going to be exceptional, but uh, that's the way I'm seeing it. The Nets is the Nets. I mean, they, when you have KD, you can reach any type of uh, finals. So, so I think they, they, they will be on the finals. They're going to win the finals and they're going to play against the Lakers because the Lakers have the defensive players um, this year to counter Golden State. Like, and, and I think that that final, they have enough uh, players, small players, Monk, Bismore, uh, that can defend against uh, uh, Curry and, and all those guys in the perimeter. So I think that the, it's going to be a Nets-Lakers uh, with the Lakers winning at the end. Okay. Um, I'll go pretty bold here. Um, I'll do a Heat-Lakers rematch from, from the bubble. Um, obviously on the Heat kind of bandwagon here, but I love the team. I think they're, I think they're pretty deep. They added some good players like PJ Tucker and, and Larry, um, and they're really bought into that culture. I don't think it's a team where you'll see a lot of big issues. I think overall on injuries, they're, they're pretty good too. Um, I think healthy, the Nets are, are, are just better um, in terms of, of stardom, but um, I just have a feeling that, that the whole Nets thing won't, won't work out. Someone's gonna get hurt. KD might have to carry and it won't be enough. Um, I think players like um, Duncan Robinson, he's been struggling on the offensive side, but I think he's gonna get a lot better as the season goes on, um, they're suffocating defensively. Um, and I'll think, I think now that they've had that off season, I think they're going to, they're going to lock in and, and go for a really deep playoff run. And, and I think they'll, they'll beat the Lakers in the finals, um, maybe six or seven games. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, with the Lakers just kind of being there, um, I think they're going to figure it out. I think, um, you know, LeBron is that good. I'm not too worried about him uh, being injured right now, I think I think it's more just being cautious and, and resting. Um, but um, but yeah, that's kind of that's going to be my pick for for this year. Awesome. So that about wraps it up for episode twenty six. So I just want to thank all our viewers and our listeners for tuning in and listening to our rookies podcast. And I also want to thank you for for joining me today. I re I really appreciate you guys taking the time. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it was Thanks, great. Man. Thank you. Thank you.